Welcome to the Marketing Solutions Podcast. I'm Kelly Smith. I'm a wife, a boy mama, a marketing agency owner, and a trusted marketing advisor to entrepreneurs just like you. Marketing is my MO, and this podcast is the place to learn how to market your business with simplicity, purpose, and integrity. You'll learn how to become a more profitable and happier business owner who feels confident, hopeful, and motivated to grow. The thing is, professionalism as we know it is changing. What we talk about at work, how we represent our brands and our businesses, and how we show up in our marketing material has changed drastically in just a few short years. This is the place where we're going to learn how to navigate those waters together. How to market your business while staying true to your values. How to show up in your business in a way that feels really honest and right for you. Good marketing makes value visible. And in these episodes, you'll learn how to make visible the value that you provide for others so that you can achieve the kind of success that allows you to live your very best life on your own terms. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Marketing Solutions Podcast. I'm Kelly Smith, and I'm so glad to be with you today. Just a quick note before we get started. It's been a while since I released a new episode, and I wanted to just share that I took the month of August off from recording podcasts, and while I felt really behind for a while, I quickly turned that narrative around and realized that it's okay to take a break. People in the marketing world, like me, we constantly preach about the return on investment when it comes to consistency, that moving forward, even with small steps, is important. And um, I won't go so far as to say that, you know, the threat of ending all good things is real if you break the continuity of your marketing efforts. Some people would. Some people will go so far as to say your business will crash and burn if you quit marketing or if you take a break, and that's just not reality. So um, it's okay to take breaks. It's okay to take a break. We are not uh, machines. We are humans with real lives, and the things that matter to us outside of the walls of entrepreneurship are worthy of our time and attention. So I took a break and when I got an idea, I would write it down and then I would come back to it when I had the time and space to give it the attention that it deserved. And anyway, I'm back from my August hiatus refreshed and renewed and excited to share some new episodes with you starting with this one. Uh, Today we're talking about organizing your ideas so that they become marketing content And I could have alternatively titled this episode, Organizing Your Content Will Change Your Life. But that's a little dramatic, so I decided on a different title. Anyway, when I hear myself say organizing content, I realize that it sounds a little bit marketing jargony. And those are words that marketing professionals may understand, but entrepreneurs may not. So organizing content, what does that even mean? It means that we're organizing blog posts and social media and our email marketing materials. Sure, but it also means, and what I really want to talk about today, 
is how to organize the ideas, the expertise, the thought leadership, which is really the means by which you change your clients' lives and move the needle in your own business. So all of that ideation and the expertise and the thought leadership, all the things that is natural to you that comes into your brain based on your experience, your expertise, that all has the potential to become really good marketing content, right? And sometimes those ideas can come with such fury and speed, you feel overwhelmed with ideas, which is a great problem to have. And sometimes it feels like the wells run dry, you know, and we don't have any ideas. I have nothing to share. I've said everything that I can say. And we're going to talk about that today. This is not about how to organize your blog posts. This is not about how to organize your social media content. There are other episodes that will help you with that in the Marketing Solutions Podcast. But today, we're talking about organizing your ideas in order to clear the mental clutter that comes before creating marketing content. Okay? So... When I talk about organizing our ideas so that they become marketing content, I mean that which comes out of your brand starting as a seed of an idea. Uh, maybe it's a specific experience or a particular piece of education. Your experience is the cumulative effort which transforms the lives of people who work with you, right? So, you may have so much to say to your audience and so much that you want to teach about and share ideas about and the repository of topics may just feel endless and overwhelming and if this is you, you have a wonderful predicament, right? You have more ideas than time, basically. A more common issue that I hear from business owners is that they aren't sure what to say, or they feel like they've shared all of the relevant content that they can. They feel like one more post will make them sound like a broken record. They might feel like the well of good ideas has dried up, right? And I assure you that this is not true, but it feels true, and it falls into the same categories as writer's blocks, uh, you know, or mental blocks. And it can be a real problem for people. It's a frustrating problem. And it is also something that you can overcome. We've all been there, right? So these two issues, one, you may have an overwhelming number of things you want to say to your audience, uh, which can make your brain feel like it's on overdrive. You can't get the words out fast enough. Uh, it may feel just messy. Um, and on the other hand, you may feel like you have nothing to say, which breeds self-doubt or can leave you feeling defeated. Um, oftentimes this feels like, oh, I'm in a saturated market. My market's too saturated. Everybody's already saying this or I've already said this. Um, so those types of thoughts usually come up when you know somebody feels like they're out of things to say. The good news for both parties is that there's a way to organize your thoughts and your ideas in a way that will present a cohesive and professional looking content stream to your audience. Even if you're in the camp that believes that there's nothing to say, I assure you that by the time you finish this episode, you'll be motivated to brainstorm. And I'm sharing tools with you uh, to come up with ideas. So uh, we can get through this. This episode is exactly what you need if you are in that camp. So 
If you're one who likes to make a list or organize, you might really like this episode. And if you're one who doesn't enjoy making lists, don't worry. This may not be your favorite episode, but you'll certainly appreciate the tips on how to make life easier when it comes to your marketing efforts. So we all know that great marketing is rooted in knowing who your customer is. Right, You'll always hear me say that this is the first step. You got to know who it is that you want to work with. And more so than just the demographic. I don't, I'm not talking about the persona. I'm not talking about their marital status. I'm not talking about their income. Though that matters, I'm talking about the actual person. What are they worried about? What's keeping them up at night? You've heard me talk about this before. Who is it? Who's the person that you want to buy your services and benefit from your offerings? When you know this, uh, this is the secret sauce to great marketing, okay? Because you can reach them with ease and with accuracy, right? So if you don't know with exceptional clarity the person that you want to do business with, your marketing efforts will be unsuccessful, That's just how it's going to go. Listen to 15, uh, episode 15 of the Marketing Solutions Podcast. It's titled How to Attract the Perfect Client. And it'll give you some detailed advice on how to begin, right? This is really step one and it's not worth whipping through it. You need to take your sweet time here because this really does set the trajectory of your business. So I would be remiss if I did not start this conversation out by telling you know who your ideal client is first, right? So it's like having the coordinates to the buried treasure. If you've read Atomic Habits, you've likely read that uh, the trajectory of the route of an airplane is exact, right? Change the trajectory of the plane by even one degree or two degrees, and it will cause you to land in a different location, right? And this is the case with marketing to our beloved audience. Your coordinates are the visibility plan for your brand combined with the message that they see uh, when they discover you, okay? So getting it right with the messaging and the visibility plan in order to attract your ideal client, that really matters. So, and if you need help with this, if you're not sure who your ideal client is or if this kind of makes you feel intimidated, I hope you don't, but we can help you with this. We can help you nail down who your ideal client is and how to reach them. That's what we do. And you can visit our website at willowandoaksolutions.com to schedule an appointment. It's free. We can talk through it. Uh, We'll get you on your merry way. Now, let's assume that you have done the good work of understanding your ideal client. What do they hope to achieve? What are they worried about? Uh, Why wouldn't they work with you? right? You know their strengths. You know what keeps them up at night. You know the change that they want to see in themselves and in the world at large. How can you serve them the content that they need to hear from you in a way that keeps them excited to come back for more? You can serve it up to them in an organized and thoughtful way. Our brains are only capable of handling so many options. I think, you know, my my kids and I have this joke where 
when we feel too many options, we joke that we're glitching. <laughs> like I honestly feel like a software program that's glitching uh, when I have too much stimulation or if I feel overwhelmed. Like we can only handle so much stimulation and input before we start to shut down uh, and feel overwhelmed. And if you have a neurodivergent brain or you're highly sensitive to stimulation, then the way that you consume content is even more interesting and nuanced, right? So it is really important to be able to serve your ideas and your topics in a really organized and thoughtful way. Okay, so during our strategy session, my clients and I will go through an exercise where we flush out their most important content topics. We determine what's most important to their audience, right? This is an important point. It's not about what's most important to you. It's about what's most important to your audience, okay? So the larger themes that these topics fall into is what we call content pillars. And some people call this core content. Think of your content pillars as the headlines or the titles of a list. You can see why it's necessary to understand your ideal client deeply because you want those headlines to be, you know, topics that matter to them and you need to offer solutions to their problems and their problems can be named in these content pillars, right? So one way to kind of visualize this or kind of wrap your head around it in a different way is to uh, picture five different buckets and Pretend that each bucket has one label on it and each label is a larger, broader topic. So each one of these buckets holds all of your ideas and thoughts uh, that your audience would want to hear from you. So for example, if we're talking about my business, which is a marketing agency, I might label one of my buckets identifying your ideal client. That's a real big, broad topic. But within that bucket, you might find topics like um, what keeps your ideal client up at night or why wouldn't your ideal client want to work with you or how do you find out the buying habits of people in your niche or where does my ideal client hang out online, things like that. So those are all subtopics of that bigger, broader theme and So I want you to think about that in terms of what your ideal client needs to hear from you and what falls into those categories, okay? So you might also think about this in terms of a spreadsheet. If each column of the spreadsheet has a title with your larger theme on it, the name of your content pillar, so to speak, underneath that title are all the subtopics that would fall into that category, And this method is a good practice for somebody who feels like they have no ideas or nothing new to say. The labeling of the categories as an action item, this is one step. This is an activity that generates momentum. It's one small step that kind of gets the process started. Uh, So if you're naming the category, your brain will naturally think about what topics would fall into that category. And this is a great place to start if you're feeling that sense of writer's block that we talked about earlier. So that first method that we just 
explained is really a way of kind of getting started. It's starting with an organizational framework in mind. You start by kind of categorizing things first. This also works in the inverse. And this second method that I'm going to share with you is great for people who have all sorts of ideas. They're overflowing with ideas or they're not necessarily, you know, linear thinkers or organizational minded type of people. This is kind of the inverse to what we just explained. Brain dump a whole list of ideas, thoughts, and topics. You don't even need to organize at all in the beginning. Just write down free form what your audience needs to know from you. Just a big old brain dump list. And then when you have your long master list, you can get out different colored highlighters or some kind of tool that will help you organize and categorize them by idea. Don't get too broad here. This is like you can make a master list of anything and everything and just let it all flow. But when it comes time to that editing piece, I want you to really try and narrow the scope of topics to, you know, five to six categories, right? I said five buckets for a reason. You know, too many topics and you water down your message, right? You want to stay really focused uh, in your in your marketing message. So try to categorize these, you know, this big, beautiful list into specific categories by looking for the similarities. Don't eliminate anything just yet. Just just try and organize your list. This is an especially good activity uh, for those of you who just are, you know, overflowing with good ideas. So if you have identified five or so larger themes or content pillars, uh, you can identify, say, 10 to 20 subtopics in each category. And then from there, you're looking at approximately 50 to 100 topics that you could share with your audience, right? That could be a year's worth of content. It could be six months worth of content. It could be three months worth of content. It could be three years worth of content. It depends on your brand and your business and the speed of your marketing activity. But really what it comes down to is that These topics that you've listed out and organized in this way, they become uh, the core content of your owned media, whatever that might be, right? These become your blog posts. They become your podcast episodes. And the good news here is that these are all topics that matter to your audience because you created this with them in mind. You brainstormed this list of, of topics with them in mind. So the medium by which you share the content matters totally, but more so the substance of what you're sharing is, you know, what we're focused on here now, right? You have the capability to speak probably ad nauseum about each one of these topics and they are just the thing that's going to help your ideal clients make better decisions, right? And that's why they're going to follow you. That's why they're going to subscribe to your podcast. That's why they're going to look forward to reading your blog posts, right? So keeping that in mind will help you move forward. Another benefit to this is that it keeps you on point. Uh, When you're all over the place, you know, with what you put on the internet, it will cause confusion among your audience. And you don't want to confuse your audience. I've said this before. A confused audience doesn't buy because an unclear message doesn't sell. 
And the messaging of your brand should always be crystal clear and precise and consistent. And by consistent, I mean that you don't take a stance on a topic one day and then change your position on it the next day. So if I say a confused audience doesn't buy because an unclear message doesn't sell, you'll probably never hear me say, oh, just write a blog post about whatever you're feeling today. Uh, because our attitudes and our feelings can be fickle. This is your marketing strategy, right? So it's okay to change your position thoughtfully. If you change your mind, that's great. You know, I'm all for doing that. However, you should be doing it with professionalism and with care. So there should be no confusion uh, about your areas of expertise or about how to work with you. Another thing that makes for an excellent content pillar is your story. And perhaps your story has a hero's journey arc to it. And if you've ever overcome a trial uh, or a tribulation or something difficult in your life and made it successfully to the other side, that's a really abbreviated version of a hero's journey. And your story holds a lot of weight and credibility that can build trust with your audience. I mean, think about it. For example, I mean, would you rather work with somebody or hire somebody who's lived that path or walked the walk? Or would you rather work with somebody who hasn't? Most of us would say, yeah, I want to work with somebody who's been through this before, uh, who can kind of guide me through this and can help me anticipate what to expect. Right. And so perhaps your story is its own bucket. Maybe that's its own, it has its own place in your marketing strategy. And the individual stories and the experiences that you've had uh, along the way are subtopics that fill that bucket. So keeping that in mind as well. Now, if you're not one who wants to sit down and make a big old master list of ideas, maybe you're one who just doesn't like to sit down and write at all, uh, perhaps you might be one to talk this out. Uh, many of our clients appreciate that during their strategy session, we have this period of time blocked out where they can simply share with me the things that they think their audience needs to know. We take copious notes and we will share all of the amazing things that they know that their ideal clients need to know. And it's basically like a verbal brain dump. It's cathartic at times. And our clients really enjoy this process. And the end result becomes this significant piece of their marketing plan. It's the future content that will come out of their brand. And it's fun because they have the time and space to think out loud while we capture it all and organize it and polish it. And oftentimes they'll have these new ideas for services or uh, a new offer will kind of brim to the surface. Um, it's a really creative and thoughtful experience. And sometimes there are tears. This process can feel raw at times. Uh, but it's a beautiful and wonderful privilege to hold this space for my clients to be able to share in this way. Sometimes these topics uh, that they talk about, they come out as a story. Uh, sometimes it's a list and um, sometimes it can just be verbal vomit and that's good too. 
Uh, however they get it out of their brain, uh, it's my job to capture what they're saying and then organize it later. It's just all about getting it out of their head and into a repository that we can access later. It's the gold, right? It's the gold of their marketing uh, material. So if you're more of a verbal processor, there's lots of options for you. You could go on a walk and record yourself sharing your ideas. Uh, you could take an audio note that you can transcribe later. Or uh, maybe you have an assistant who can capture all of your ideas while you're thinking out loud. Or you have a friend who would be willing to take some note notes for you um, while you're thinking out loud. The point is that your beautiful brain, your body, your soul has a story to tell, right? These ideas to share, these solutions to problems that your people are trying to work through. And the means by which you get those out of your head and into the ears and the eyes of the people who need them, it matters. And this is what will make for successful marketing material, uh, which will inevitably build trust and lend to your credibility and earn market share and will ultimately grow your business. So if this episode spoke to you, I would encourage you to schedule a strategy session with me. Uh, not only do we capture those ideas of yours, we ask deeper questions that you may not think to ask, um, the ones that we know that your audience would want your help with. We know how to get to the heart of what matters to your audience, and we would be happy to work with you on that. You can schedule your free consultation by visiting our website, willowandoaksolutions.com, or by emailing info at willowandoaksolutions.com. And as always, I hope that this makes you feel better about your business. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode today. It's my goal that each episode will move the needle for you in some way, that you'll get exactly what you need right when you need it. So if you loved it, and I sure hope that you did, consider subscribing to the podcast or leave a review. And if today's episode or this podcast is valuable to you, there's likely someone that you know who might also get some value out of it as well, so send it their way. All right, looking forward to connecting with you next time. Thanks for being here.